0: Welcome to an all-new episode of Convos with Reed And Al.
1: I am your host, Sharita underscore Edwards. And I'm your host, Al Williams for
0: real. Thank you guys for tuning in and giving all the love. And
1: with that being said, let's get started with a new episode. Hey. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Convos with Reed and Al, everybody. Yes, yes.
0: Thank you for joining us Thanks on a new joining. episode. It
1: is a new episode in a new month. Happy um Black History Month. Yes. Have you been celebrating? Like, I started yesterday celebrating the whole month. You know, it was the first, and I was like, okay, let's what I'm going to do, where, what black I'm going to wear. So, if you don't see me on my show on I Got Something to Say <laughs> tomorrow, what you can do is see my post from yesterday, and I had on this black-owned company, and I was kind of, like, cute. And so, I feel like <laughs> I have to tell y'all about it this um. This you always fashion You fashion. know I'm trying to be a little fast. I can stay in the scene and be, you know, mingling the scene. But how you been doing, Riri? What's been going on with you?
0: Man, too much. Girl, <laughs> too much. Tell
1: me all about
0: too it. Entire too entire much. Um, you know, I had a great time, you know, celebrating my birthday. Yes. But, like, everything changed Since that m- next morning. So, before
1: like, we go into what's happened, let's talk about Miami. How was it?
0: I had a decent, you know for me, you know, I'm a, a person that loves to turn up. Mm-hmm. But with the stuff that we have going on, I couldn't like really turn up the way I wanted to. Right, right, right. But like the first night and the, the part of the second day, I had a great time. You know, mm-hmm. you don't when I'm on vacation, I'm you don't see me in my hotel room in the bed. Coming to my I'm to there. And the last what that Saturday and so I Friday night and Saturday pretty much I was in the bed and you know <laughs> that's not me yeah, I feel it and my husband knew it he was like he sees that my, my you You're know, tired I was, I was excited Literally, about going but though. after everything that happened with my stepfather I just you know my mind was just not there but I did enjoy and I was thankful that my friends did come with me we had a good time we got there the first day the second day um, the third day you know we kind of just relaxed mm. and just chilled out around the resort and stuff because you know my the what is it, the Rue Plaza, R.I.U., mm-hmm. whatever you call it. They have that, it's like a resort feel. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. So we stayed there and um had a good time. But I really just relaxed and I guess took that needed time I needed before I got back home to continue dealing with work and the family issues and stuff, you know. I
1: feel it. But I'm, you
0: know, I'm making it through. That's what like so. You and ATL. You got to tell me about your <laughs> Atlanta. I
1: know Girl, you Girl, Atlanta was everything to me. I had a wonderful time. If, if you didn't know, we uh, before we left last week, we both were telling you guys um, that we were going out of town. She was going to Miami for her birthday, and I was going to Atlanta for a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Morehouse College. I did my undergrad there. And while doing my undergrad, I met this amazing, beautiful spirit um, at the time, um, it it just, it just changed my life really, um. But now her name is Shanova, um, and she just invited me to her wedding. I've been knowing her for over I think now twelve years now, but mm-hmm. we've been known each a long, long time. We came to college together back in two thousand seven. But now transitioning, she's now famous child and had an entire production, um, <laughs> at her wedding. Wow. <laughs> and I was not ready. Like I thought we were just gonna go to her wedding, and it was gonna be like a quick one two-step and we was gonna come in and go her wedding was a full production wow. it's gonna be i'm sure on somebody's tv show station i want to say like vh1 or something of some sort mm-hmm. just it's it was gonna be a whole thing um wow. they had a whole hashtag and it was a six hour production guys. six
0: so hours it was,
1: it was a, thing. It was, oh, a thing it was a vibe though i love chanel now because that's her and her her husband, hashtag. Um, and you probably find them on all social media platforms. You go look them up, like the life of Shinova, I think. But nonetheless, we had a wonderful time. I kicked it with some of my friends. I saw some um, great faces, some new celeb faces that I haven't seen in decades. They weren't celebrities when we went to school you, together. <laughs>
0: um,
1: well, I would make some name announcements and drop some bombshells, but they told us that we couldn't until the show Oh, passed. man. But I will say... You'll see me on TV one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I would definitely say that I would say it was some great celebrity Um and makeup artists that you're probably very familiar with um, mm-hmm. that are from like Louisiana and also now stay in California and have done some makeup and some hair stylings for like people of the likes of T.S. Madison um, Cardi B and things of that sort so if you know mm. those people by name or some I artists and stuff like them. that then you know who I kind of saw I but I can't give you the exact thing because they're going to be doing interviews and I know they can't be but nonetheless, um, I had a wonderful time, girl. So I just, you know, I take every experience by by the, the rope and I six run
0: with it. Hours? it well, six wait. hours was six Oh
1: my god! Six I hours. I that. mean, but it was fun and we had a wonderful time because we got there I mean it was a whole production though girl Like it's crazy (laughs) I mean she had enough drinks for us to live enough food for us to survive on and enough party for us to not even know it was six hours (laughs) okay well I mean that uh, makes up for no girl we turned (laughs) up honey turned up like when I say I got I literally felt like I left the airport on Friday and I just returned and just so happened to return on Sunday Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just rolled over and was just at the airport that's how (laughs) I (laughs) felt <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. I feel like I just rolled over with back at the airport. So, girl, mm. um, I know um we can get into these hot topics, yeah. but before we get into these hot topics, let's take a little break so that we can get you know a little advertising announcement so we can get paid so y'all can get paid. You can also find some black owned businesses to help um during this uh, Black History Month. So I guess we can say for Black History Month we're gonna be advertising black owned businesses. All so right. if you're a black owned business and you're interested in um, sharing your business with us and other people on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, you know, Spotify, all those opportunities are available to you. Just reach out to Combos and now, and we can advertise your business. So we're going to take a little break, and we'll come right back to you.
0: We all know we need insurance, whether it's auto, home, renters, life, or health. So give Drifters Insurance Group a call today at 972-598-0590 or visit their website at www.driftersinsurancegroup.com and let them help you find the best insurance rates that fits your needs.
1: So Riri, you ready to get into these hot topics, girl?
0: Yes, yes,
1: yes. Let's do it. So let's do it, conversationalist. So the first thing I want to say is congratulations to the fathers. You know, this episode is all about fatherhood and fathers, and just Mm -hmm. everything about a daddy, okay? (laughs) So Zaddy, ASAP Rocky, and Riri is expecting their first child. Woo!
0: I'm loving this. i I I told my husband, I said, "Cause you know, you always hear the pregnancy rumors mm-hmm. and whatever." I heard
1: this. I said this two months ago. If y'all remember, mm-hmm. y'all listen to the episode. Yes,
0: I I, <laughs> like everything they've been posting her lately. Have you not noticed they she temper? always had a jacket of mm-hmm. the jacket on? Her. And so I told my husband, I said, "This this time when they're gonna report she's pregnant, she gonna really be pregnant." I said ah. because she's hiding her belly too much yes. now. I said, so yeah. And I
1: have a little scoop, you guys. Not only is she pregnant, she's six months pregnant. Mm -hmm. So she's been pregnant for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, They already know what the child is going to be. They already expecting it. And just be, you know, my Savage Fenty fans. Be expecting some lingerie excited. for you guys, for y'all, for the girls that's going to not only plus size that she already does, but the maternity <laughs> lingerie that she's going to come out with. Because you know she's going to come out with a whole maternity line mm-hmm. now that she's pregnant. she going been do it up. She's been doing it up. And then she's going to have makeup, especially for a, a, a birth, mar- I mean, stretch marks and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you, watch your whole Fenty line all that come out. Y'all going to really be excited to see what she's going to do. Don't be expecting no music, chat. She might do a music while she's in there oh, pregnant.
0: She ain't got no and no music. You <laughs> No time soon. I already know that. I ain't looking for
1: no more. Don't look for none, though. huh? It's over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm congratulating them too. ASAP Rocky, Rocky and Rihanna on their first baby. Um, that's that's cute. Um, next congratulations out for someone that not only has had one, two, three, four, five, six. Mm. Well, he's seven, yeah. And then, but well, we're in right now, we're at number eight. He congratulations to Nick Cannon as he's having another cannonball. Oh um, my God. he's laid his cannonball, and this now has come into fruition that he's having his eighth child. Um, well, congratulations to him because you know he lost his number seven um Mm. last month or so and he announced that on his live show that he lost his child a couple of months ago and so with that you know with things that are when one door closes or bad things happen you know god always give you a blessing and so you're having a little bundle of joy Mm. but you know a little word on the street you guys come a little closer a little closer (laughs) it's a boy guys i just heard this on the streets. I don't know if he told anybody, but allegedly they are having a boy. So he's going to have a little boy. He's trying to get a little, some names for that child. So if you, if you know someone or know a name of anybody, you know, just let us know. And we can figure it all out and figure out how we can get that done for you. Because, you know, he's just birthing out these kids. So, I mean, you know, it's going to be number nine or number ten. He's trying to get, you know, 12, 13, 14.
0: Yeah, he's so. trying to get all the
1: kids. Yeah, he's trying to have a can involved, baby. <laughs> so, congratulations again to Nick. Let that be known. Another congratulations. Now, you know this is a fatherhood special, but I just want to say to the mm-hmm. women out here that are actually fathers and actually working hard for the money to raise your single kids by yourself. I appreciate you. So let's talk about these women that are actually taking care of their own children by themselves and, you know, being a father when the fathers are not available.
0: You know what? hmm I know a lot of women around the world from hating me for this. Oh, Lord. I'm one that. of the people that hate when you call, when a woman says, I'm the father and the mother. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know you're the mother. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you, you can't teach a man how to be a man. Mm-hmm. You can only teach him what you've seen and you try to teach him that. Yes. You can't, you can't, you know, you take your single mother and you do it all on your own. And that's very commendable. Yes. No, I, I, you know, I'm just, I don't I like that thing when they're like, I'm his father, and no, you're yeah, his on mother. Yeah, especially Father's <laughs> Day, and they try to
1: celebrate both. Yeah, dogs, I, I
0: mean, you know, it, let that one, let the dad, the your dad's out there that's doing the thing, let them celebrate their, their day, day for, them. for them. You have Mother's Day because you are that child's mother. You're not <laughs> his mother and his father, although you are doing a wonderful job, Ray. Right? I'm not taking none of that away from you. That's true. But you are his mother, and you're doing everything you can to raise him and to teach him, but you're not teaching him what it. You know, you can't teach him mm-hmm. what it is to be a man from what you see, but you are not his father. You're not a man. Okay. So you're not, you can't say that. I'm his mother and his father. No, you're just his mother. Agree.
1: But speaking of, <laughs> speaking of two mothers,
0: <laughs> you know, I gotta just...
1: Get out, because this is Riri and Al, and it's not just me, it's just her two-zoni, so let's go back into it. Speaking of, uh, two moms that don't have a father. <laughs> I'm so messy. But she was talking about having two fathers. I'm going to give you a little mess. I'm so messy. Okay. So, speaking of, come a little closer. The brat and big booty Judy. you they expecting their first child too? So, I guess this whole episode is about congratulations to everybody. Wow. Because Atlanta is where the players play. And then the Brett and Judy is having babies today. Oh, look you saw her I should be. A girl, the brett, signed me. I'm ready. <laughs> I just wrote that off the dome, Girl, I'm ready to be signed right now.
0: Mm-hmm. I am. Um, I mean, I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like them it. together. They're cute couple. Um mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, is so in love with them. Oh my gosh. And, and they're
1: getting married on the on the second. Um, on the day of That's our tomorrow, episode, tomorrow. The day of our episode, guys, they're gonna be. If you're watching today, just you know, send a little message of congratulations to the Brat because from what I understood based off their episode, is they were getting married on two two of twenty two. I think. Or it might be two twenty two or twenty two. But it's one of those. <laughs> but they're getting married on those two, 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 two twos. So just be watching out for that. Congratulations again to the to the Judy and Brad. Um, but girl, you know, I've been posting and I love to post about what we're gonna talk about on the next follow up episode or whatever, right? Why, you know, I posted about our fatherhood episode, and we got some great scenarios. Our conversation let's come up with some great things to talk about. So, you want to get into some scenarios a little bit and kind of let them know what these people are talking about? mm Ooh, girl. Okay, so the first one, let's want to get your, your, your thoughts on this. Okay. Okay, conversation. This is the first one you gave us. A father reportedly tried to end his life.
0: Mm-hmm. Y'all know why? End his life. Okay. End his
1: life. Because his son is still single. Because his son is still single. His grown son is in his 30s. Like, you know, all of us are in our 30s. And some of us are still single, no kids, and just living our best lives. His daddy is so depressed about that because he doesn't see his legacy moving forward and decided that he might just want to end his life.
0: Now, Reggie, my question is to you. Is
1: it that serious, girl? Your son's no. son single at 30, 40, 40-year-old 40 virgin. I mean, you got Serena out here as 41. She's oh a virgin. You don't see her dad talking about he could commit suicide. Oh. They millionaires. You didn't know that. Am I spreading more information that I need to be spreading? Oh. Let me say it a little slower. Um, you know, Serena and Venus, like Venus, the sister, she's mm-hmm. 41 years old. Mm-hmm. And she's still a virgin. Now, she's past the 40-year-old virgin mark. She's the 41-year-old virgin. And um, she announced that maybe a couple of a couple of months ago that she was a virgin, and people have been all up in her the ends about that. Now, this has nothing to do with the synopsis, y'all. I just want to tell y'all about this because I feel like it's a little extra tea. But yeah, <laughs> she's um, she's she's not having she's not having sex and stuff like that. So she's a virgin on a female standpoint. She doesn't have a man, and she but she's rich, and you see her father trying to commit suicide. is what the purpose of that saying was. But do you think your your husband would even that would even be a thought because his kids are still single. And he's gonna do anything. Nah, that's what I said, girl. That has to be. I have, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have a segment on my show called "I Got Something to Say" called "Sounds About White," and that story sounded about white to me because I don't know no black people. that because your kid is single. You are gonna commit suicide because they single. you with me, girl. Go, go, go. go. Right. I'll show you how mom to.
0: Mom and daddy got to like, We worry about you. <laughs> we'll ask you some questions and we'll be like. And suspect about you being single still all this time. No, like, all this what's
1: time the problem? But more, it ain't baby. enough for me to want to end my life because you ain't mm-hmm. got a life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing I said. I, I I don't know y'all. Conversationalists, if you think you have a a little idea of what you would do as a parent if your kid was still single in their late thirties, is it really a bother for you? Just comment below on and subscribe to our podcast and just let us know what you think. Um, because to me. That ain't happening, child. My kid gonna have to learn how to adapt to the single life or better, better learn how to mingle. <laughs> or you'll <will> stay single. <laughs> okay, y'all got another scenario for me. So, let me talk about this one and see what we thinks. Because I thought it was crazy, too. Now, this is a good one.
0: Okay.
1: Father rejects, rejects his mother, baby mom's apology. Now, let me tell you why he rejects her apology. After being falsely accused of molestation of his own daughters by the mother, they took a paternity test. And the paternity test basically stated that he never molested his children. And the story that the mom made up to the daughters for them not to like the father was all false and it was all a lie. And so he's wow. missed his whole lives, uh, his whole daughter's lives. Like the growing up, he has three daughters. And... Basically, he lost their and he missed a big portion of their lives because they thought for the longest they was molested by their dad, and that's why they didn't want to be around him, nor why they didn't want to see him. And to find out that it was all a lie, it was all made up. Wow. Thank what you. would you do in that situation? That is crazy. Cause I just, mm, I just can't imagine I'm missing my whole my my children's entire life based off of a lie. Yeah, I can I, I understand him not forgiving her. I mean, God do tell you forgive Yeah, me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think I, just, I could either. That would be yeah. hard. It's going to take a lot of work to get that forgiveness. Yeah, you know,
0: I don't know if I could either
1: because... Father rejects apology. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I reject apology too. Because you lied on
1: me. And what if he would have went to prison for that? He could have lost his life. What if the daughter's would have said I want to take it to court? And they would have went all the way to court with it and their daughter life Because the court don't yeah. take paternity tests, right? They don't take that. Paternity, not paternity tests. What is it called? Lie, lie detector, detector test, test. test. I'm sorry, y'all. Excuse me. Lie detector test. I don't know. Lie detector test. Because they don't think they take lie detector tests, but it was on a TV show and he took a lie detector test and the, the baby mama was lying the whole entire time. That's sad. They was all a lie. And now the daughter's going to have to... I just want to figure out how the daughter's going to forgive their mother for lying to them their entire life. And then how does she expect the father to actually accept an apology? I
0: don't know why she would. I
1: just don't see it. I don't
0: know why she would. Um, yeah. The live
1: text I, determined that was a lie, chat. You tried it. <laughs> you, I, I
0: don't even have words. Like That's I'm just straight. trying to wrap the room. Like, how could you do something like that? Because you won't so just want extreme. to keep the kids I mean, away he, from their
1: father. Yeah. Because be be you mad. mad. i saying that he just ran away, girl. just like, say that he does <laughs> something to hurt them is just so severe. That's like... That took it to another, episode. I mean, that's traumatic. That's very traumatic. But let's get out of these scenarios. As y'all are always giving us some stuff to have us thinking like... We losing it. And I know, like, these people will be losing it. But we're going to stay in our father-themed um, episode. And we're going to do a Father's Day episode, maybe, or episode around Father's Day around in June sometime, maybe. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I want to get some we get some fathers, so can get some on, fathers
1: on and actually mm-hmm. talk to them about their experience as fathers and as dads. This is just a little light fluff to tell you some things to think about when it comes to fatherhood. Some things that are all positive. Some things that are in the middle. And some things that just you have to pay attention to. So let's keep on moving into um these hot topics and talk about some movies and TV shows that you should just be on the watch out for, and this first one is going to be Bill Cosby. Have y'all heard? He has a four docu series that's out on Showtime. It premiered over the weekend last week. And it's basically breaking down everything about that Jello pudding. Do you hear me? (laughs) I'm talking about how he would tell people he would put stuff in his pudding or in their drinks and knock them out. And he can do whatever he want to do with them for days, hours, weeks on end because they're so boozy and out of it. And it also breaks down how people in our community, you know... um, take the time out to or doesn't take time out to look at who the person is behind the art. Mm-hmm. And so it shows you who he really was outside of the art. Um, of course, you know, Bill Cosby and his um, team is is denying everything on the show and on the docuseries. And also they're stating that um, they're not supporting this film, of course. So, of but course. if you're interested in watching it, it's called we, need to talk about Cosby.
0: Yeah, I probably won't be um, watching <laughs> that because, you know, I, you know, although I'm very disappointed that Bill Cosby turned out to be doing stuff like that to women, mm-hmm. um, of course, the white men do it all the time. All the time, you know? and nothing and happens. And nothing happens to them, you know. Of course, they need to be held accountable for when they do things, but I'm just like, with Bill Cosby, how can I say this loudly? without sounding like I'm condoning what he did. <laughs> it's like it I don't know when the last time he did that to somebody. If it was like thirty some years ago, whatever the case may be. How many people he actually did that to? Um, I mean he admitted to doing it, didn't he?
1: Yeah. Um uh, he admitted to doing it and he admitted to actually drugging them and them um, taking funds or getting um Positions and jobs that they were was requesting, so the reason they were actually in that position they put themselves a lot of them put themselves in the position unfortunately, and then it went t- too far left for them to feel safe mm-hmm. and so that's why he was able to admit it and not really have any repercussions at the beginning and why he went to jail and then they so accidentally had to let him go through technicality because it was already a mentioned that a lot of them came into this they put themselves in the predicament to get. Mm-hmm. Not to be raped, but to
0: be yeah. So that, and that's why I like I because like I don't agree with any that. You know when they do that to people, but it's like like the whole thing. Let's say like for example, bringing up the Drake situation, mm-hmm. what he did to that woman, mm-hmm. um, putting that hot sauce in his used condom because she was here knew what she was finna do. He could mm-hmm. easily just flush that shit down the toilet. <laughs> Right, but he already knew. You know, he knew what type of woman she was and what she was there for. Because a lot of these women, they really just want the light, the money, the lifestyle. They having all these babies just because they want to be able to collect the check. They don't want to really put in no work or do work for themselves. Or that's how they start. That's how they get they come up. You know, so it's like back then when Bill Cosby was doing doing this to the the women. Not saying you know what's the right thing to do, but. Why didn't they say anything when it happened back then? Why wait 30 years to say something? Because this man is about to own a, what their network was, NBC network, and had buku dollars. And that's all they were seeing, a payout. Oh, mm-hmm. now I can tell my story, I can get paid. Oh, now I can. Well, where was your story 30 years ago when it actually happened to you? So that's why it's hard to be genuinely feel bad for a lot of women nowadays because when it truly happened and now you, you, you're coming out with your story, it's hard. It, for me, it'd be hard for me to feel sorry for some of them because I don't believe you, you, you're genuine. And I know they'd be like, oh, I was scared. I was this, but I bet you're taking a paycheck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet you're getting a check now and then you getting your fame and then so on and so on. So it's like, it's, it's really hard for me. And I know I might sound a little cold when I say that, but. You know, I do feel bad for the people that it's truly happening to, and they're going through it, and a lot of lives change. But the ones that's coming out 30 years later, it's like, sis, what was you 30 years ago when it actually happened? Mm-hmm. You know, Where and then they'd be like, mean? oh, well, people probably wouldn't believe me, this, that, and the other, but we're supposed to believe you now.
1: Yeah, and you have so many things against you because you have no more DNA samples. You have no more. Mm-hmm. I was there at this time, witness. You know, like all those things that you had at that time is now gone. And I know it takes some time to, um, allow yourself time to tell your story. Because I mean, I've been raped and molested, so I know. I know what it's all about. Um, I know how long it can take some people to like literally live <clears throat> their truth, tell mm-hmm. the story, and all that. But I also know and understand. When people can fluff and do extra with mm-hmm. the truth, that's
0: um, like. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. With the whole portion coming out about R. Kelly now, where were you when all this was going on? You want to put it in your book because you're trying to sell a book now. Mm-hmm. Like, do I believe it? Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, so. I'm not even gonna read your book. <laughs> it was
1: just, it was definitely exactly as you explained. Um, <laughs> Portia is a, um, a money-hungry girl. She loves fame. She loves being in entertainment. Mm. Um, she's not really good in the books as far as um, like her other family members were because that's how they got their fame. If you don't know who Portia Williams is, her family came from their fame of being activists and civil rights activists out of the Georgia Metroplex. <laughs> and so her whole family um, arrived mm. on the scene for being activists and made their mm. funds on community service and um, uplifting the community and whatever yeah. and so forth. So when she came in the scene, she's very, very, very good at um, raising funds and um, working in the community. She just can't be a spokesperson on behalf of the community because it's not in her. Um, that's not in her realm. Yeah. But she's definitely changed that over the time. She's learned more, perfected yeah, <laughs> her she craft, with it. and she perfected her craft now. And with that, she's come out with a book, and her book kind of had a lot of things to do with. Um, her ups and downs, and but one of her things, like Ri said, she talked about her being um having sex with R. Kelly, long story short, and then figuring out after she had sex with him that she didn't really like what it was going to take to be famous
0: <laughs> by him. But my thing is, too, like I watched her little reality show a little bit because I hadn't been watched one day. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm sorry, but I I do not believe she loves this man. Oh, no. She she's loves in Guinness. love with the lifestyle this yes. man is providing for her. Of course. And it's a difference. Like, she, like, oh, she, you know, looks like she loves... No, she does not. She looks like she's in love with everything that this man is giving her and can do for her. That's what it is. And I think she still, you know, love her ex. Mm-hmm. And, but... It, of
1: course,
0: her ex ain't got as much money as the
1: new dude. Yep. So, of course. You she's going to with the money flow. Mm-hmm. She's
0: going to go live her lifestyle that
1: she wants. Mm-hmm. And be wife number five. Life number five. And live the lifestyle she'll come accustomed to. You know, people do things, straight, crazy things for money. And um, she's just one of those girls that will do pretty much wherever the money, um, wherever the money flows. That's where she's going to be. Um, And she's just a type of girl. She's been a type of girl since I've seen her on the first screen. She did that dummy down role to make people feel fall in love with who she was, Mm -hmm. Um, and it helped her in her in her fight to um, become who she is now. Mm -hmm. People love her because they feel like she was so dumb, and she's overcome this. um, this Man, when she did that about the
0: underwear.
1: And and what's (laughs) so crazy? What's so crazy about that? That was all a ploy. People think that that was such a, a. crazy like she's just so dumb her family works in civil rights she knows what the underground railroad is like her family all her life has worked in civil rights she knows what the underground railroad is she's a spokesperson for her family that works for civil rights that was fake don't let them play you <laughs> don't let Portia them play you that's why she's a spokesperson now in 2021 and 2022 for civil rights in 2021 2022 and going to jail on behalf of it don't let them fool you. But nevertheless, let's get back into podcast.
0: <laughs> no, so my bad. I take y'all
1: it place. <laughs> it's okay, because, you know, I love it. This just, just gives me time to talk to y'all. I'll be missing y'all. So you, this, is, this is it for me. Um, but yes, I, I definitely think that she does that for the coin. So I definitely agree. But let's go right on into another show. Speaking of fathers and um, a coin, do y'all remember Kenan and Kale? Well, mm-hmm. uh, uh Keenan has a show. You know, Keenan is the longest running member on Saturday Night Live, currently reigning, and he has a TV show that's now on ABC every Monday. Um, and he's actually going to be doing a show about him being a father, a single father of a deceased mom. And he's taking care of two girls and he's actually has his own show as a narrative of the TV show. And he's a host of his own show and he has like a love interest on the show, his two daughters, the stepdad, and it's very, very funny, very entertaining, a 30-minute sitcom in front of a live studio audience. It's very uplifting to show positivity in a father's household or in a black man's household living in America. <laughs> um, and how he navigates the world with um, basically biracial kids. And it's really, really good. A good narrative a good TV show. So I'm going to give you some light, wonderful, black, uplifting shows that deals with fatherhood and father figures. Stuff like that. So look out for Kenan's show. It's actually, like I say, on NBC. And NBC, if you're hearing this, give me a check. <clears throat> mm,
0: yeah.
1: Yes. So our next show that I want to talk about is on Netflix. If you haven't seen season one, you should watch season one. Then catch up on season two as it was out yesterday on February the 1st. It's Raising Dion. Raising mm. Dion. He's actually out. Um, it came out yesterday. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead and catch it up on Netflix. Season two is out. So catch up on season one. It's all about... A kid who lost their father, which is played by uh, Michael B. Jordan, and he lost his father, and his father had a little bit of power. And that power took that little boy on a a mission that has changed his life for the better good. And he's unlearned his own power, learned how to live his life without his father, but also keeping his father close to his heart and his spirit so you can kind of be uplifted by, you know, a fatherless household, but just being uplifted by a father throughout the whole entire season in the show. Yeah. So, it's called Raising Dion on Netflix. Um, you can watch the whole entire season on Netflix at one time. So, get your life and watch um, <laughs> Raising Dion. <laughs> so, I have one more. It's kind of old, but it's also kind of new. And it's still prevalent on Fatherhood. Um, and it's on HBO Max. If you haven't seen King Richard, King Richard is a must-see. It's nominated for Oscar. Um... Will Smith, oh, that's Will Smith. Miss Will Smith is the main actor in it, um, and I think it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's it's awesome. I saw it um, during a premiere when it first came out two months ago. Um, it's out, like I say, on HBO Max. You can watch it now. Catch up on it. It's all about Venus and Serena being raised by a man that had a plan. Um, if you have a plan and have a mission, everything else is going to fall in place. And so he just tells you how he had a plan before his kids were even born. And he stuck with that plan and didn't change his and didn't waver. And now you have two almost billionaire daughters that are raising billionaires, <laughs> so it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing to watch. So Be- Venus
0: though. got some money
1: too. Venus and Serena are a pay pay like mm. stacked on stacked on stack. You know Venus and Serena were up head and head on a lot of those Wimbledon and yeah. when you're number one, you get you know ten million, but when you're number two, you might get six. You know, so mm-hmm. they're making boo-coos of money and you still getting the same commercials and they're doing commercials together, at sisters because they're number one, number two is winners and stuff. So it's great. Um, To see that on the movie and how they also show how they never hated each other or was hating on each other And when one was sick, they were like, oh girl, we're gonna get you number two But then when you go, you know, so they talk about all those things that they did as sisters as a bond. So it was amazing Mm -hmm. Amazing, amazing, amazing We're gonna um, take one more break And when we come right back, we're gonna get into our self-love and we're gonna go into the end of the show All right Chocolate Travelers is going to Las Cabos in June 22, and you know you're welcome to come. Come on, conversationalist, It's your turn. Come with us. Visit thelinkagency.com and pay your deposit. It's only $100. And join the adventure with us. See you there.
0: All right. We're welcome back. back. Welcome back.
1: Yes. So we want to talk about, um, give you guys a little uh, tidbit yeah, on the future.
0: So what we got coming up? So yes. we're gonna be doing a relationship episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I want you guys to send us any questions you guys may have, um, dealing with relationships. If you're yes. going through something with the relationship, if you want to got a question about your man, anything, question about your woman, <laughs> anything you have, um, just give us a a, a DM, Facebook message. Yes, let us know. Whatever you may have, so we can um get it answered on the show. So, mm-hmm.
1: um, and another future episode that we should announce is that we're going to be doing a suicide prevention episode. Yes. So if you know anybody that's interested, and or know somebody that has been having issues with um, um suicide or might need some um helpful advice, helpful hints of people you can call to talk to, we're going to be doing an episode about that because we've been noticing and seeing that going on in our community a lot lately. So, might as well discuss it in the podcast, too. So, relationships and suicide prevention. So, let's talk about both of those. If you have any information that you want us to just talk about, um, to speak on, to podcast about, let us know. Mm-hmm. We got yes. you. We got it's, you. It's
0: definitely becoming a real big issue right yeah, now. both of them. So many things have been going so
1: on. So many. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Riri, you got some um, announcements for us or anything you want to tell us about it? Give us your handles, girl.
0: Um right now no um I don't have uh anything really going on. Um as you know I got a lot of family uh
1: in town. Yeah,
0: and and things going on so um I'm kinda just
1: home. At home. Well, tell about your wonderful drifters insurance that you're working right now as yes. we're talking. She's literally working her insurance company, guys, while we're talking. Like she runs businesses. Like she's a serial entrepreneur. If you can see like the computers and then our podcast station, then she got a whole station for her doing her work for drifters. Like, it's crazy. I just love how we can multitask. I'm working the link agency right now. I'm working with clients and doing production work for I Got Something to Say. Mm -hmm. And she's doing her work right now for her clients with her insurance business. So you want me to tell them about your insurance business? So you do it. You. Go, I like the way you do it. So okay. Well, Drifters Insurance Group is a black-owned, woman-operated, women-operated business. Yes. You make that it sound
0: good. Yes, that
1: <laughs> celebrates Black History 24-7, 365 days a year. Yes. So you should follow a black business, black insurance at Drifters Insurance Group on in um on Instagram, Facebook. You know all platforms that you can find them at. You can just go to Drifters underscore Insurance Group. Um, on Instagram and then if you can find them at Drifters Insurance Group on Facebook, you can email them at drift, d.i.g at driftersinsurancegroup.com. That's like my favorite, d.i.g. And then also you can uh, visit the website at Drifters Insurance Group. They're easy. They're easy to find. I love them. They're my insurance company. I'm just not boasting them because I want you to use them. No, I actually use them for my services. So I won't talk about something that I don't use. And you can also tomorrow, if you're interested, watch I Got Something to Say. It's premiering tomorrow. Um, I mean, excuse me. Yeah, tomorrow on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So you will be premiering on Thursday. And then you can also um, see it on YouTube at 12 a.m. And then on all other platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. I mean, excuse me, and TikTok. At eleven AM. So, if you're interested in watching some political commentary on true black cultured things that are affecting our community, hit me up and watch the show on the yes. YouTube channel. It's very good. It's interesting. Very. So, very yeah, follow watch me at out. Tap with for real. You. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's very easy. Very easy. So, girl, what's what's the love you got for us and our self love?
0: So, the love quote for today is: Your self worth is determined by you. You don't have to depend on someone to tell you who you are. Oh, yes. Well,
1: we love you guys. And love thank you, guys. you so much for listening to us today. We'll see you guys in
0: two yeah. weeks. Catch you guys on the next episode. Boop, boop.